Thank you for joining me on Erin Wants a Podcast. This week we're doing Ready to Love, Season 4, Episode 5, titled Second Shot at Love. And uh, first we see all the men arriving at the gentleman's lounge. And... uh, Phil gets a lot of, like, the narrating roles, so he seems to be the narrator of the season. Um, Then Tommy arrives, and he welcomes Sean to what he calls a modern-day man cave. And he says that the men are halfway through the process. And to that I say, already? (laughs) Seems like they should have, like, stronger relationships by now, but, like, I'm waiting for that moment, like, last season when they had the masquerade party. I don't know if the pool party was supposed to be the same thing, but, yeah, I need them to, like, (laughs) they need to kick it up a notch because it's not, they seem like they are still going on first dates with people and they need to be going on like second dates and third dates with people (laughs) um so then we see um that tommy wants the men to focus on a woman who deserves a second shot so he doesn't want them to go on a date with their first choice and walter is with it because (laughs) He says he needs his heart, mind, and genitals to agree. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) Um, And of course, after that, we see Washington's D. (laughs) The Washington Monument. Uh, Our old friend. Um, So then Zadia's meeting Walter for pedicures. And... um, when he gets there she asks him what gets him excited about relationships and he says family and he I guess by that he means like annual traditions um and he says that he was raised in a house with four women and (laughs) Zadia smartly points out that men will say that and still dog women out (laughs) um so then Walter's like, but also, I'm a widower who fucks. Uh, I'd just like to remind everyone from the uh, first episode that my wife died and I like to fuck. (laughs) Um, But also his wife died in 2003. So, I don't know. I still feel really weird about him using this as... So it's, it wasn't recent. Like, <laughs> you probably had so many other relationships since then. I don't, uh. but anyway, it works on Zadia. She likes that he talks about his dead wife and she thinks he's deep. And then, uh, she asks him what color she should do on her toes and he says magenta and then she says 
in the summer women have to have white toes and I'm like okay <laughs> um never heard of that apparently white toes get chose is a saying um kind of just sounds like white women toes get chose but <laughs> Anyway, so then um, Walter says that women choose men and is Zadia trying to choose him? And she says, maybe sort of, kind of. So a ringing endorsement <laughs> for their match. They don't seem to, I mean, they they seem in their ITMs to be have or they seem to have a good time on their date but I don't see them being a strong match um so then we see Sean and Sabrina meet and I think they're meeting at like a a Korean barbecue place I think um and Sabrina says that she likes Sean's muscles and uh Oh, yeah, her flag tattoo on her back is in full, her Korean flag tattoo is in full display. And um, Sean just really likes to go after women who are done having children. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Also, I just think it's really weird that men are so obsessed with, like, continuing their lineage or whatever like (laughs) calm down (laughs) uh i don't i don't know if your your dna is that important (laughs) to the world but okay (laughs) um so then (laughs) sabrina who like Remember in the first episode at the mansion party when Tyrone like he sings a Korean song to her and she just looks at him like I don't know Korean, but then on this date she's trying to teach Sean Korean. (laughs) So I'm like, wait, (laughs) which is it? I don't know. I don't think she was that into Tyrone. Even though she kind of acted like it, but I think she she likes Sean a little bit more. Um, so um, then uh, Sabrina says that Sean makes her laugh, and she asks him about his connections that he's made uh, during the process, and he says he's making some, but he's not sure if they're love connections. And Sabrina brings up her daughter who's about to be nine and not wanting men to come in and out of her life um so then Sean asks her uh what about the future would you be interested in having children well actually he said are you done having children is she straight up says yeah (laughs) she done (laughs) and you know that's an issue because Sean does want children, even though he is old. <laughs> um, 
And uh, he says that he likes her, but three months from now, will he want their situation? Which right there, I would have been like, you know what? I'm out. (laughs) We don't want the same things. You want children. I'm done having children. It's over. But I guess they really like each other. Um, because he says that he's willing to be open to changing his mind about having kids for her. And then he asks her for another date. And I, uh, this just seems like a train wreck. I mean, also, uh, Sabrina with Walter seems like a train wreck because he also wants kids. So I, I don't know. (laughs) Uh... These older men that want kids kill me. Um, So then Phil meets up with Aisha. And when she gets to the restaurant, he pulls out her chair for her. And she likes that. And um, she mentions how he helped her when she got in a car accident a few episodes ago. And... They bond over the lobster dish that they have in front of them because Aisha likes to make lobster for her kids at home. And then Phil asks the dreaded question (laughs) that is apparently going to haunt us on most of these dates. Do you want kids? Because he's heard different things. And then um, Aisha says that she tells Phil things on the phone that she doesn't tell anyone else and she trusts him. So she's able to be vulnerable with him. So she tells him that she doesn't want more children because her pregnancies have been difficult in the past and she actually lost a pregnancy And she doesn't want to feel like a failure in her next relationship. Um, And she starts crying and Phil does the right thing, which guys rarely do on these reality shows, which is immediately go comfort her, like goes across the table, crouches down and hugs her and, you know, tells her to breathe and um, just being a... Just being a really kind person in general, (laughs) which is, shouldn't be a surprise for me to see, but it really is. Um, so then, uh, she calms down, Aisha calms down and she says that she just doesn't want more kids, uh, to avoid facing this, uh, these emotions that she's feeling right now. Um, And Phil understands, and actually, he says he likes her more for it. He likes that she's vulnerable. And uh, they hug, and they seem to have more of a friend vibe to me. Um, But they, they seem to be really good friends, but yeah, they seem to have more of a friend vibe. So then, Camille meets Naeem, and... He um, keeps mentioning that he doesn't like her facial expressions, (laughs) Um, 
which I do not agree with him on. I love her facial expressions. They are hilarious. Um, but he, um, when she gets there, he feeds her oysters. And <laughs> the producer asks Camille, like, you know, why is he feeding you an aphrodisiac? And she's like, I don't know. He ain't getting no coochie. <laughs> um, so then they bond over working out. And um, Camille says that they talk regularly, but she doesn't think they've talked about kids. So then Camille asks him if he wants kids, because apparently (laughs) that is all that's important in a relationship (laughs) on this show. Oh, my God. It should be called, Do You Want Children? (laughs) Not Ready to Love. Um, anyway, so you can tell that this is annoying me, but it's, it's a little bit repetitive. Uh, so Naeem is taken aback by this question, um, (laughs) which is weird because he is 40. Like you're going to get this question at some point, dude. (laughs) Um, so then Camille says that her son Quest is her everything and asks how Naeem would want to fit into her son's life. Um, And he says that he wouldn't want to replace his father, but he would want to be, you know, a presence in his life, not like a stranger. Cool. (laughs) Very vague. Um, Then she gets straight in the finances and she... (laughs) basically wants to know how much he makes (laughs) and he is like I am not answering that (laughs) and this is the difference between Naeem and Cornelius because you can tell that Cornelius likes Camille's dominant energy and Naeem is turned off by (laughs) Cornelius is like bossing you around yes But um, I think Naeem wants to be the uh, aggressor in the situation, to use a a weird word. I don't know. (laughs) Um, So then Naeem straight up calls her crazy in his ITM. And (laughs) we know that they are not a match. Um, so then, um, there's a group date with Dante, Frank, Sabrina, and Mumin, and they go to an indoor mini golf course, which looks like fun, and it's called Swingers. (laughs) So, um, then, um, Sabrina, like, starts strong during the mini golf, and I think she hits, like, a hole in one or gets it pretty easily, so they all cheer for her and she's like twerking to celebrate. (laughs) And then, um, Mumin says that she likes Dante, but then Sabrina grabs him to talk. So this is just like a very confusing date because Mumin's talking about Dante, but then she's with Frank pretty much the whole date. But (laughs) then, um, we see Mumin and Frank, Lady in the Tramp, some like fry. It looked like a fried ball of something. I don't know. 
And Moomin says that she likes Frank because he she thinks he can lead. Because she's very, you know, she's into the Bible and they love men that can lead. <laughs> um and Frank says that they talk daily and that he likes Moomin's vibe. And um we go back to Sabrina and Dante, and Sabrina talks about her daughter's father being absent. And then Dante brings up that he has three children with three different mothers. <laughs> and Sabrina is very understanding about it, way more understanding than I would be, to be quite frank. Uh, uh, that's that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. That's so many different dynamics. Oh my goodness. Yeah. But he says he has good relationships with them. So maybe, maybe it won't be that difficult. Uh, then we go back to Frank and Moomin. And Frank asks about waiting for sex until marriage. Which is Moomin's intention. And he... You know, <laughs> he he words it in a sensitive way, but basically he knows that she's had sex in the past. Um, but she says moving forward, she has made the choice to wait for marriage because she doesn't want her future relationship based on sex. So <laughs> then Frank's like, yeah, 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 that's cool. But also I am hypersexual, so. So, I don't know. <laughs> to me, this seems like a mismatch, but they still seem really excited after having this conversation. So, I don't know. People seem like, they're like, yeah, I'm going to like, I'm going to change for this person. But then they they can't really. <laughs> like, you just need to find someone that... Those those important things need to match up. Waiting for sex until marriage. <laughs> That's an important thing that needs to match. <laughs> um, whether you want to have children or not in the future. That's an important thing that needs to match. Like, <laughs> but these people seem to think, oh, those are negotiable. <laughs> um. So then Sean and Tasia meet and he got to he gets her a cute girly drink before she gets there. So she says it's off to a good start. And uh we get a call back to when um I think it was Walter saying that Tasia had a southern accent and she says um, it's a Chicago accent because of the Great Migration. But she does mention in this episode that both of her parents are from Mississippi. So she probably does have a Southern accent. <laughs> um, and then she says that she is spiritual and religious. And um, then Sean mentions that he wants to strengthen his religious practice. And um, she guesses that he's Black Baptist, and she guesses correctly. Um, and then Tasia asks if he's open to children, because that is the question of the episode. 
um, because her clock is ticking. <laughs> and he says yes, and he still has the energy. And Tasia takes this to mean he still has the energy to have sex. But <laughs> I think he meant to raise children, <laughs> Tasia. <laughs> um. So then she says that they're in two different generations because I think she's like 33 and he's like in his 40s. Um, but he doesn't seem to worry about this, which, you know, honestly, if he's an older guy that wants to have children, maybe he needs to look for a woman a, a little bit younger I mean, I love that we're calling women in their 30s younger. Not that that has anything to do with me. <laughs> um, so then we see Cornelius and he's meeting with Courtney. And she has chosen a rum tasting. <laughs> and he is worried <laughs> that he is about to get lit. <laughs> he's like, where's the rice? <laughs> Um, so then he says to, in his ITM, that Camille is his strongest connection, that he wants someone he can kick it with, but also kill a red carpet with. And I'm like, he, I think his, his Chiron says he's an electrical engineer. When the, when the F would he be on a red carpet? (laughs) You weirdo. Um, I think he just said, he just be saying stuff, but, uh, then, um, Courtney is acting very thirsty. She is like grabbing his inner thigh. She, uh, he says he's going to need a designated driver and she's like, oh, I'll take you home. (laughs) Like making everything sexual. So then he mentions, you know, that he's waiting for marriage and she's like, no, that's not, that's not what I'm trying to do. And she makes it clear that she wants to sleep with him and if he wants it, he, he can get it. (laughs) I think this really turns Cornelius off. (laughs) surprisingly (laughs) because the commercials all the previews made this seem like he was very torn but he makes it clear like I don't like that (laughs) she needs to respect my decision which is true um so then we get to the gentleman's lounge and uh Tommy asks how the he calls it a social experiment (laughs) of taking out their second choice went. And Walter says, um, now he gets why everyone likes Zadia. And I'm like, you do? Cause I don't, they hardly show this woman. I don't <laughs> And speaking of hardly showing people, where is Shiloh? <laughs> no one went on a date with her. No one mentioned her name. She just disappeared. Shiloh's a ghost. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, Walter says that uh, Zadia is quick-witted and that's attractive. Um, But Sabrina is still his number one. 
Then Phil talks about his date with Aisha um, and how he likes her, but Shiloh's still at the top. So, so far, this experiment is not doing anything, <laughs> but okay. So then Sean says that he likes to see us Jill Scott vibe, which I can see that. I can see that. She does have a little bit of a Jill Scott vibe. Um, and he likes Sabrina's regal vibe. Um, Dante says that he connected with Sabrina on their mini golf date. And, but he still says that Shiloh and Zadia are his top matches. So what is that? Phil and him are going to fight for Shiloh. And who likes Zadia? Uh, oh, Naeem, I think, like Zadia. So him and Naeem about to fight for Zadia. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see what happens. Um, so then Frank says that he likes Moomin. And then um, we get to who they're not feeling. And Cornelia says that he's not feeling Courtney because of how she came on to him at their rum tasting date. Frank also says that he doesn't like Courtney. And um, Walter says that he doesn't like Courtney or Aisha. Um, Dante says uh, he feels friend vibes with Tasia. And Phil says that he's not into Sabrina. They just haven't made a connection. And then <laughs> Naeem again mentions Camille's body language and how it's not welcoming. <laughs> and Sean says he doesn't like the faces she was making at the pool party when he was trying to talk to her. Um, and Dante says that she's staking her claim or wait. She's sinking her teeth in. <laughs> and Cornelius is like, oh, don't send my woman away. <laughs> um, but he's like, oh, this, you know, her possessiveness might be a problem. But I was like, if they send Camille home, they are sending, they are ending one of their potential strongest matches because Cornelius seems very into her even though she's possessive, like it doesn't seem to sway him very much. He seems to forgive it. So I think they need to hold on to that. So um, <laughs> then we get Courtney meeting with Walter and Courtney's excited and Camille is meeting with Dante and she's like, <laughs> She don't want to be there. <laughs> she doesn't like Dante. I think it's the three kids, three baby mama thing. She don't like that. <laughs> she is not interested in him. She tells him she has class at seven. So let's get this moving. <laughs> I mean, she is so rude, but she is fun to watch. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> So then uh, Walter asked Courtney about herself and uh, <laughs> she uh, says that she has her wall up 
And then Camille asks why Dante is so quiet. And he says that she's the quiet one. And then (laughs) she says that this could have been a Zoom call. (laughs) I think because she thinks she's about to be uh, kicked off the show. So she's like, why did I have to come and get dressed up for all of this? So then uh, we're back to Walter and Courtney and he does his little, he gets his little speech in about how he is talking to the rest of the guys and Courtney's like, oh no. So she starts chugging her margarita <laughs> and then back to Dante and Camille and he asks how it's been dating 10 guys and she's like, uh-uh, I have not been dating 10 guys. <laughs> I have been dating one. His name is Cornelius. He's my boyfriend. We're going to get married soon. Um, He does not know this yet, but it's going to (laughs) happen. She doesn't say all of that, but it's basically the vibe she's getting. (laughs) Giving. Then Walter um, tells Courtney that the guys thought Courtney wasn't giving enough of an effort and giving more of a homey vibe. And Walter says that the date with Camille, Cornelius, and them, um, Camille and uh, Courtney were both into Cornelius, and he didn't know why he was there. (laughs) Um, So then Dante says that Camille hasn't taken the time to get to know the other men. And she's like, well, I just don't want to waste anyone's time. (laughs) I know what I want. And it's Cornelius, my boyfriend. My future husband, we're going to have babies. We're going to wait until marriage, of course. <laughs> we have it all planned out, except this has, this planning has all occurred in my mind. But he will agree to it because he loves to be dominated. <laughs> right, Cornelius? <laughs> um... So then Walter says that he feels like he's in the friend zone with Courtney and she kind of thinks that that's his fault. She says that he's just going to take a participation trophy, but he thinks it's an it's an exercise in futility because she wasn't really interested in him anyway, which is true. She seemed interested in Corey and she seemed interested in Cornelius and that's about it. Um, so then Dante tells Camille that she's beautiful, successful, and is not ready to go home just yet. (laughs) And she does not appreciate the dramatic pause that he does. And she says that some of the men are hating on her, but that's okay because she doesn't care. (laughs) She just likes Cornelius and... That's what it is. Um, So then back to Walter and Courtney. He tells her that she's not ready to love. And she feels caught off guard because she wasn't done trying to get into Cornelius's pants. (laughs) But um, honestly, she's 30. She's like the youngest woman on there. And she'll be fine. She's, She's good. He's gorgeous. I think she does still have a little bit of wildness in her that maybe she needs to get out. (laughs) And then she'll find someone and settle down. She'll be fine. 
So then we get the preview and the women introduce the men to their closest friends. And um, so we get like uh, Aisha's friends grilling Phil and Sabrina's friends grilling Sean. And they say that they think Sean is running game. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, let's see what happened there. And then um, we also see at the ladies' lounge that some kind of conflict is arising between Tasia and Zadia. Um, so that's that'll be interesting as well. Um, Tasia has lasted a lot longer than I thought she would, and I am happy about it. I I really like her. She's she's a uh, she's fun to watch. Um, and. Yeah, I didn't appreciate that Shiloh was not really in this episode. Um, yeah, I wasn't digging that because she's one of my faves. <laughs> they showed her in like flashbacks, but she wasn't in the, she didn't go on any of the dates. And where is she? Shiloh, Sydney, where are you guys? <laughs> Hopefully we'll see them next week. Um, Um, All right, so join me next time for another episode of Ready to Love on Aaron Wants a Podcast. Um, We're going to finish out the season. And also, if you'd like to, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Sagealicious. It's in the notes of the podcast, uh, so you don't have to figure out how to spell that. And then also uh, the Facebook group I started to talk about Ready to Love is there's a link to that in the show notes as well. If you'd like to join and talk about stuff there. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.